You're listening to Huddle Up with Josh Kelsky. Welcome, 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 everybody, to our new weekly series here on Huddle Up. This week in Florida sports, a lot happened this week. We're going to go over the Miami Dolphins, the Florida Gators, both basketball and football. Same goes for the University of Miami. Then we're going to talk about the Florida Panthers, the Miami Heat, and just a little bit of news from the Miami Marlins. Let's start with the Dolphins. They just beat the New York Jets for their first win of the season. Are the Dolphins still tanking? Good question. The answer, I'm not too sure about. I think that if the Dolphins are going to win two games and they're going to try to win two games this season, they're both going to be against the Jets. They're rivals. Two teams hate each other. Now, don't get me wrong. This wasn't an impressive win by any stretch. wasn't impressive at all because the Jets are awful, and that's coming from a Jets fan. But the Dolphins, if they are tanking, they're going for one player, or at least the fan base is, and that's Tua, Alabama's quarterback. Now, this is what I bring up with everybody that I talk to about the Dolphins. What if Tua isn't an all-star NFL quarterback? What if he is not the greatest? What if he's a Tim Tebow who was the best college football quarterback of all time, wind up being the worst NFL quarterback. And now look at him. He's playing baseball. I mean, he was a flop. He was the best college football quarterback. And right now in the league, you could argue that two is the best quarterback. What if he's not good? What if they're putting all their money on the line, their entire season on the line for Tua? What happens if he's a flop? I guess only time will tell, but good for you, Dolphins. Good for you, Flores. I wasn't rooting for you because it's J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets all the way. But it was nice to see a smile on his face. Nice to see him happy. They dumped Gatorade on him. Let the Dolphins celebrate this win. Don't worry about what the rest of the season has for them. But... 1-7 1-7 and seven is nothing to celebrate about. And I don't give the Dolphins a lot of credit, but good job today. You earned it. Congratulations. Let's move on to the Florida Gators. They lost to Georgia yesterday, 24-17. For those of you who don't follow the Gators, they had to win this game if they were going to go to the SEC Championship. And if you go to the SEC Championship, whoever wins that game goes to the college football playoffs. It's pretty much automatic. Now, the Gators lost to Georgia. It's a huge rivalry game. They play in Jacksonville. They don't even play in Gainesville or Atlanta. They play in Jacksonville. It's a neutral site. Two teams that hate each other fighting for who's going to go to the SEC championship. So Florida's playoff hopes are gone. The only way that they make it to the SEC championship is if Georgia loses the rest of their SEC games, and Florida wins out. Georgia plays Missouri, Auburn, and Texas A&M. Those are the last three SEC teams that they play. 
the odds that they lose even one of those are very slim. They should easily steamroll Missouri and Texas A&M. Auburn will be a good game. Auburn is in the top 15. It is very unlikely that Georgia will lose any of the games. So Gators football, they're going to get a great bowl game. They're still a really good team. But was this game fair? Absolutely not. It was a one-touchdown game at the final, at the end of the game. Let's go back to the first half where Georgia scored their first touchdown. You can check on my Twitter feed if you want to see the video proof of this. Georgia had a third down. Florida's third down defense was terrible, by the way. Georgia had a third down. They threw it. The ball bounced not once, but twice. And after official review, it was ruled a catch. Georgia wound up scoring on that drive. A touchdown. That's the touchdown differential. Go on my Twitter feed if you want to check that out. I don't know what the SEC referees were thinking. And Florida paid the cost. That's really it. It should have been a 17-17 game. It should have been a close game at least. It still was a pretty close game, but not the way Florida wanted it. And you saw a lot of memes from Dan Mullen last night. He was every emotion that we felt when we were watching the game. Smile. What the heck just happened? And every emotion that you could feel during that. And that wound up costing Florida the game. The third down defense could have been better. The first and second down defense was incredible. And they just fell apart on third. Now an exciting news for the Florida Gators is that their men basketball team starts on Tuesday. The 6th ranked Gators are projected to be the number one seed when March Madness starts. Let's see if they live up to those expectations. Many are saying, many people are saying that the Gators, this is the Gators' year to win the national championship. If it's not in football, it's in basketball. It would be their first NCAA national championship win since 2007. It's going to be a fun season, that's for sure. Now let's go on to the University of Miami, who defeated FSU 27-10 yesterday. They're trying to make a bowl game. They have to win one more game because they're only 5-4. and four. You need six wins to make it to a bowl game. The Hurricanes play Louisville, FIU, and Duke. And they should be able to win at least one of those games, which would put them in a bowl game. Season not impressive for the University of Miami. Started with a loss to the Florida Gators back in week zero of college football. Let's go to Kane's basketball now, who starts on Tuesday, same as the Gators, but they have to play number five, Louisville. UM is not ranked. This is going to be a very challenging game, hard start to the season. A win against Louisville should bump University of Miami uh, somewhere in the top 25, but as, right about, as of right now, they aren't ranked. Let's go on to the Florida Panthers, who are on track to have a 105-point season, which is normally enough to make it to the playoffs. On SportingNews.com, 
11 out of their 12 writers predict that the Florida Panthers will go to the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. Jonathan Huberto has four goals in two games and has nine goals and nine assists on this season. He looks more confident than I've ever seen him, and he's been on the Panthers for a long time. I don't know if it's the new mustache. I don't know what's going on, but he is looking like dynamite right now. And then you go to the captain, Alexander Barkov, who has 15 points already this season, tying Brad Marchand for third most points in the NHL right now. He's gotten almost all of his points on assists, which shows you that he's a team player. He has 13 assists and two goals on the season. 13 assists. What a start to the season from two forwards on this Panthers team. This season has been a tough start for the Panthers, yet they look incredible. They played they have had the hardest schedule out of any team in the NHL and they're 7 3 and 4. They have the third spot in the Atlantic right now for the playoffs. If they were to end the season right now, they would be in the playoffs. On top of playing all these best teams, nine of their first 14 games have been on the road. And their record is still 7 3 and 4. In 11 of their first 14 games, they have points. Only three, they they only lost three games in regulation. Great start for the Cats. Let's see what they can do later down on the road. Now let's go to the Heat. Heat basketball. They're off to a terrific start. They're 4-1 to start this year. They're the second best team in the East right behind the Philadelphia 76ers, who aren't much better than the Heat. They only have one more win and one fewer loss. Those two teams will play each other on November 23rd, later this month. Tyler Hero is a rising star in the NBA. He came out of Kentucky. The Heat picked him up, and they are looking to make a playoff run this year, as they were only a few games short last season from making the playoffs. They have the keys there. They've got Jimmy Butler on top of Tyler Hero. This is going to be the Heat season. They deserve it. It's still early. Let's see if they can keep it up. Lastly, on this first episode of our new series this week in Florida sports, the Miami Marlins had one piece of news, sad news. Starlin Castro has been bought out by the team, which means that he is a free agent. Starlin Castro, the heart, one of the hearts of this team. His team has multiple hearts. They're all so emotional. You should have seen the last game if you didn't. Everyone in tears. Martin Prado, Starlin Castro. And they they all have this strong relationship, so it's gonna be it, it's gonna be sad to see him go. The only way that he would wind up staying on the Marlins is if he signed to a lesser contract, a, a contract less than what he had last season and the seasons before. 
I'd like to see him on the team again. It's going to be sad for him not to be on the team next year. Hopefully he stays if the Marlins do offer him a new contract. That is not a guarantee. But for now, it's November 3rd. That wraps up our first episode of our new series this week in Florida sports. I'm Josh Kelsky. We'll see you next time on Huddle Up.